Welcome to the Monthly Wrap for July. I'm Jessica Amir, Market Analyst with Bell Direct. The Aussie share market is tracking high for the fourth month in a row, up 2.6% in July and is up 33% from the COVID low. Outperforming stocks for this month in the ASX 200 include testing giant ALS up 34%, Orocobre rising 33% and Fortescue rising 26. As for underperformers, Avita fell 32, but it's still up 852% year to date. While cement and lime business Adelaide Brighton fell 28% after losing US giant Alcoa as a client. On the economic front, inflation hit rock bottom, falling through the floor. While on the commodity side, all that glittered was gold. The gold price soared to a brand new record high of 1980 US dollars an ounce, gaining 28% this year. If you compare that, to the average return of 16 gold stocks, up 81%. It's indeed something for you to think about. Gold stocks can produce an income stream and pay out profits as dividends, while physical gold cannot. A study by Oxford Economics showed if investors have 5% of their portfolio in gold, their overall portfolio volatility reduces while returns increase. But consider UBS only values gold now at $1,900 US dollars. So it could be worthwhile looking at undervalued gold stocks. Regis Resources, RRL and Oceana OCG are two gold stocks trading at significant discounts. Both are UBS buys. NCM is also a UBS buy. Saracen could be worth a look too as it has a strong growth path with five-year production growth 5% ahead of its peers. While Bell Potter this week reiterated West Gold Resources WGX as a buy. Now moving to inflation hitting rock bottom, Australia slipped into deflation with Australia's consumer price index CPI falling 1.9% year on year in the June quarter to negative 0.3%. That marked the biggest fall in history. It wasn't too surprising though as the cost of childcare fell 95% due to government initiatives, preschool costs down 16%, petrol prices losing 19% due to all price falls, and rents fell for the first time in history, down 1.3%. And it's the first time since 1972 that rental growth has been below zero. But excluding these categories, CPI would have risen 0.1% in the year. It's expected CPI will also rebound next quarter with childcare prices up 87% and City expects petrol prices to rise following a fall in oil supply in the third quarter. So to potentially invest in these themes for childcare companies, you could look at G8 Education, GEM. It's back to their old payment method and children occupancy is now at 65% with physical attendance up. 20% from April lows. GM is also the largest provider of early education, has very little debt, and if employment conditions improve in the coming months, it could see a stronger recovery with opportunity to gain greater market share. Its shares are already up 70% from their COVID low. GEM is backed by UBS as a buy with a $1.40 target. Another childcare provider to think about is Think Childcare TNK. And if you wanted to consider an oil recovery stock, consider Santos STO. It's the second largest Australian pure oil and gas company. Following Santos's stronger operational second quarter results with production up 15%, City maintained Santos as a buy with a $7.32 target.
And reporting season kicked off this week. Rio Tinto, Australia's third biggest miner, reported half-year earnings fell 6% to $9.6 billion US dollars, noting falls in aluminium and copper and the US dollar played a part. What was key, though, was the earnings result beat expectations and Rio Tinto increased its half-year dividend by 3% to $1.55 US to be paid in September. What was interesting was group revenue from China increased 5% to 55%, supported by a pickup in China's industrial activity. Morningstar says everything being equal, Rio Tinto is overvalued. Goldman Sachs, City, UBS and Morgan Stanley all have the stock as a hold. Fortescue Metals FMG, a pure focused iron ore company, in fact the world's fourth biggest exporter of iron ore, handed down their June quarter results with exports hitting another record high. FMG's riding high on China's demand for steel, which hit record highs. Supply on the other side is constrained as Vale, the world's biggest producer, is not going to ramp up production for six months at least. FMG's CEO says the iron ore price should be supported to move higher given the strong V-shaped recovery in demand and industrial production. UBS maintained FMG as a buy. City says it's a sell. Goldman's has it as a hold. Now, what to watch next week? Well, firstly, earnings results will be out for ResMed, BWP and ALE. Secondly, on the economic side, on tantalising Tuesday, the RBA meets. Rates are expected to remain on hold at 0.25%, with the focus being on when bond buying and if it will kick off again. And retail trade is out for June on the same day, expected to show sales rose 7.1% from an almost 17% lift in May. And you'd think retail spending could continue to rise until at least the end of March next year, which is when the government's $88 billion support via JobKeeper and JobSeeker, along with the $2 billion support for apprentices and school leavers, comes to an end. So if retail numbers rise in line or are better than expected in June, stocks to watch include online furniture business Temple and Webster, TPW, which hit a record high this week and is up 183% this year. It's backed by Bell Potter as a buy. Bell Potter also backs CCX City Chic. Also look out for City's buy-rated stocks like Michael Hill, Nick Scarley and Premier Investments, which is the owner of Peter Alexander for your pyjamas if you buy them from there. Harvey Norman, HVN, Maya are both UBS and City buys, as well as Coles and Rebel and MacPac owner Super Retail, which both City and Goldman Sachs agree are buys. So there's plenty to consider. On behalf of everyone here at Bell Direct, have a happy and safe weekend. I'm Jessica Amir. See you next week.